Emergency fund guilt. How do you choose to use? So I've been building my six-month emergency fund for the last year. I'm almost there with five months saved. I also have sinking funds for most of the expected unexpected items, but I've been struggling a little with using money for truly unexpected things. For example, last year my son had 20/20 vision. This year he needs glasses. I took money out of my emergency fund to pay for it. Another example: I had some unexpected dental work that I took money from my emergency fund for, but I can't seem to shake the guilt that I should have prepared better. How do you choose to use your emergency fund? Now we actually have a section in this. If you were to learn how to master your money, down below in the description, we actually go over this, and you know, obviously we go over more things as well. So feel free to join that. But typically, the best way to decide to use an emergency fund is, okay, is it completely unexpected, right? The unexpected dental work is not really unexpected, right? Because you had to go to a dentist, the dentist had to let you know, but you didn't go get a second opinion or a third opinion, right? Um, I could basically read between the lines. You basically just did, you know, the stuff right away, right? And it most likely wasn't an emergency. You probably could have saved for it as well. Same thing with the glasses. That wasn't really a truly unexpected thing. It's like okay. His vision went bad because you get an eye check, right? But you could save up money to then pay for some cheap glasses, right? And then you could save up a little bit more money to get even better glasses, right? Because like it doesn't make sense because you could read it right in this sentence. This year he needs glasses. I took money at my emergency fund to pay for it. See that doesn't make any sense. Okay, that's not an emergency. This year, he needs glasses. Year, this year, right? So it makes no sense to use money out of an emergency fund for this. That's why you got to only use emergency funds for truly things that are like an emergency. For an example, right? If you have a car. And it's the only car that you drive for work and everything else. And out of nowhere, your car breaks down. That's an emergency, right? Let's use the car thing again. Guess what? You're driving down the road and your tires blow out. That's an emergency because it is unexpected. It has to be done right then. So that you can actually continue your life, right? Another option would be, okay, my family member just died. Okay, I have to go see them, right? That will, you know, basically go to their funeral, or whatever, right? That's an emergency, right? Or maybe you know a family member got like into a car accident and they're in the hospital. It could be an emergency to pay for like an Uber or something to get to the hospital, or it could be an emergency to pay whatever medical bills they have right then and there, right? So that's the way you got to really look at an emergency fund. That is literally an emergency that needs to be done right then and there, where it has 
no time frame that you could plan and save up money for it, right? Where it's basically impossible for you to save enough money for it. So that's the whole point of an emergency fund. And just keep that in mind. If you need help learning how to master your money, go down below and learn how to master your money because this should not be an issue. The majority of people in this situation should understand okay, what constitutes an emergency fund and how should I actually use an emergency fund that I've actually built? So let's get to the next story. In today's car market, is it better to buy new or used? I was looking at some vehicles, Toyotas, specifically Corollas, and many of these cars from 2015 were going for $16,000, which is just ridiculous, when I can buy a brand new car for only $3,000 more. Any advice? Here's the thing. The reason why used cars are actually so pricey right now is because of a chip shortage. Whereas like the brand new cars were already made and they have to sell those, right? Because a lot of car companies end up, you know, cycling through their cars as much as possible to make as much money as possible and get their like, you know, bonuses that they give or like getting those cars out of their lot. It's like like the car company business, car lot business is absolutely insane. But here's the thing. It doesn't matter whether it's new or used it depends on what your personal financial situation is like if you have to buy one of these either either of them with debt you can't buy buy you can't buy new or used in this specific situation right so you gotta really understand okay what is my current financial situation and what is best for me Right now, if you're completely out of debt, if you're making like fifty thousand dollars plus, I would lean more so getting a new car that's technically like pre owned, right? You know, one that maybe just got like immediately returned to the car company because it's taking a hit from that because people just drove it off of the lot, right? So you're already going to get a deal from that, right? Or I would wait till basically the end of the year or like early on into the next year because that's typically where you get the best deals because they just want to get rid of the car for the brand new model, right? So that would be an option that I'd probably lean more so to only because there really isn't that much of a difference at this point. And if you are debt-free, and you can buy these things in cash and you're making like $50,000 plus. That's what I would do. So it's really up to you. You know, personal finance is personal, but you just got to be smart when it comes to buying cars. 401k withdrawal to pay off credit card debt. I have a 401k from a company I just left and I will be out of work for the next five years. I have multiple credit cards that are maxed out and I can cover the credit cards and have zero debt. Is it worth it to close out the 401k? Now, the interesting thing is that why are you not going to be working for the next five years? Like that, like that doesn't even make sense, right? Now, without knowing that specific situation, I would say no, because what are you going to live off of? Like, that's the most important thing. Like, what are you going to live off of? But let's get into the comments to see what it, 
this person actually is saying about this. Okay, so this person says, I have 11K in my 401k, just over a year's worth of contribution, and my credit card debt is just above $10,000. I understand there's penalties closing it out and we'll lose some of that money, but I can make up the difference with selling some stuff. There's going to be a pretty hefty penalty. I I don't think you're going to, you're definitely not going to have enough money to uh, pay it off outright. So it's not even really worth it and you're going to be hit with a huge amount. Now, if you don't make any income, I believe you can pull money out of your 401k without paying the 10% penalty. You do have to pay. Nah, 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 nah. This still doesn't make any sense, though. Like, you know, this person doesn't really say why they're not working for the next five years. Like, this is the most troubling thing to me. It's like, why are you not working for the next five years? That makes literally no sense. You're going to bring in no income for the next five years? How does, how does that even make sense? Right? Like, it doesn't even make sense. Like, how are you going to live? Right? So first things first, I would completely ignore the 401k and just have some sort of stream of income coming in so that he can actually live, right? So that's the biggest thing that I see, which is a huge, huge issue. And the next one, buying a truck. Is it cheaper to keep my car as a beater daily driver? I am trying to come up with a way to compare daily driving a newest truck versus driving truck when needed and daily driving my current car. I'm hoping the money would tell me what the correct choice is. What other mon- monetary factors should I consider? So my current car is paid off and worth $7,500. My insurance is roughly $600 a year. Gas mileage is very similar to the truck. Maintenance costs are low is a honda accord okay that doesn't even make sense right i think it's a very unlikely situation that you're getting much better like very similar gas mileage compared to a truck and a honda accord unless it's like a four-cylinder truck First, depreciating value of the truck due to mileage. Conclusion ended, there's basically no way it's cheaper to keep both vehicles. Yes, I agree. It's definitely not a good idea to keep both vehicles. But at the same time, like, you shouldn't... Don't buy a brand new truck for, like, what reason, right? Like, just use your car and just borrow a truck. You can literally just pay for, like, a U-Haul where it'd be like a U-Haul truck or just a U-Haul, one of the moving trucks, and then for like, I don't know, like 100 bucks, 200 bucks, and have like complete use of it for like a day or two. Like, that is so much cheaper than go buy a brand new truck or to have a spare truck and then use this as like your daily. Like, sometimes... I always find personal finance interesting because people have very interesting personal finance situations. But this is why I feel like it's important for people to truly master their money in a very simple and easy to follow way. Which if you need help and you need to learn how to master your money because you want to feel more freedom, go down below and learn how to master your money. Because None of this should be a situation where you come into it and not know the answer to it, right? 
like this is like depressing to see sometimes because like you know i i love that people are like asking people questions for this so that they can increase their knowledge because they're taking the steps to like be better with their money but at the same time you know there's got to be so many people not asking any questions and potentially destroying themselves financially so it's just sad to see sometimes because you like you really want people to truly master their money in a simple way at least to the point where you know they're not like completely stressed or they are not going to make a choice that will just destroy them so yeah if you just want to learn how to master your money go down below and learn how to master your money